podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to episode 7 of the podcast with Mo. So this week, things are a little different. We do have snapping in the beginning. That's all normal, like usual. Uh, talk about all kinds of random shit. I normal, of course. Um, on the second half of the podcast, Curtis is, comes on, who's a new uh, a new co-host, if you will. I did cut our top five out, so this will be the first podcast without a top five. Mainly, it was because I really enjoy the topic, and I feel like it could have been a lot better. I didn't even do justice for my picks. Curtis wasn't really used to the format, so it just didn't sound very good, so I just cut it out. Um, also, Curtis somewhere in there mentions he has some art shows coming up, so if uh, you're around the Ada area and interested, uh, stay tuned for that shit. So, anyway, uh, this week, Snappy, Curtis, uh, we mentioned later on in here that we're getting a bunch of listens on episode six, and I'm just hoping it's all cool shit of what happened, but um, anyway, uh, thanks for listening. What up? And we are joined by Snappy. What's going on? All right. Anything pressing you got to get to this week? There is no out of the ordinary stories for me this week. Okay. I just thought I would check. I know you got crazy shit that... Oh, man. That, that was just too good to be true. Um, I did see somewhere this week where China is cracking down on Christianity. So I don't know all the full details of it. What is China's main religion? Um, I want to say Buddhist... I think they have a few. They have like Confucian. I think they have a few different schools that are cool, but like Christianity kind of goes against the communism, right? Mantra, kind of. But I always thought Jesus kind of fit into communism. Like I'm not saying we should do it. I'm well, just you saying better like, watch out. Trump's in pres- president. He'll bomb them all. That's true. Um, but apparently, I was just reading something the other day where they're enacting a lot of little laws to start outlawing it. So I could see that becoming like a big culture war thing here in the future. I almost eventually see that happening in America because so many people is not religious growing up these days. Well, I just think I'm totally cool with freedom of religion. And I'm, I don't really care if someone else has a religion, they practice it. If, it. if it helps you, I think that's great. I don't think there, as long as there's nothing negative coming from it, it's fine. But like all this Catholic priest stuff happening in Pennsylvania, you oh. cannot say at least at the very least the Catholic organization on the East Coast are a crime organization. The Catholics they should, like hid pedophiles and let them keep doing it. The like. Catholics should be shut down, in my opinion. Right, and so like all that's weird. Now, my only problem I really ever have with religion, besides what we just mentioned with the Catholic thing, is I hate when people are like, "You can't do that because of my religion." I just hate it. Like it gets under my skin, even if it doesn't apply to me. Like right. it's just like if someone was like, you can't eat ice cream because I'm on a diet when it's like, that's not how diets work. That's undo it's what like they if do. you believe that religion, go to where someone hang out with someone that you believe with. Right. Or have your own faith in your own fucking beliefs. Like, why did you have to rely on people around you to comply? I just don't enjoy that. So no, not at that's all. whenever I that's why I'm literally politically, I typically speak against religious things because they're always like, why should I have to do this? Because of my and I'm like. Because you're a fucking person. If you want to get paid? I don't know. Like, there's always just things where I'm like, why is this even a thing? Like, you talking about, you... like, not selling to certain customers and shit and like that? And that one, I do think, is a little different after more information came out. Where, like, they were they fished for the guy who they thought were going to 
not support him, not make the cake sort of thing and stuff like that. Now, I do think you as a cake maker should just do it. Right. But, like, I well, would. Well, we had that discussion on here before. I mean, right. what are they going to say? You know, happy marriage, you know? Exactly. So, like, but then again, I do think you have the right to refuse service to whoever for whatever if you have a private business. I just don't necessarily think it's a smart thing to do. Without, like, a real good reason. If I was a business owner, I would deal with anybody who would buy. Exactly. But then again, I think you would have... There could be scenarios where maybe you didn't want to, right? Like, this person stole your wife. So you're like, well, no, you can't buy pizza unless you want to upcharge or whatever. And that's illegal. I'd sell him the pizza, but I might just play high the jalapeno. I see. I've done it. You put it right where you know they're going to take that second bite. I mean, working (laughs) at a pizza place 17 years, I knew where the bites were, you know? Right. I understand. And... Man, what'd you put in that pizza? You know, my kid got that jalapeno, and I just started laughing because it's one of my buddies. I was like, "Well, that was meant for you." But right, well, I'd just be like, "Oh, it was an accident. It fell in." You know how pizza shops are, and you just go with one of those sort of excuses. Um, so I did read where partners that are truly in love with each other get fatter. Study has revealed. So well, I have gotten extremely fatter on my second wife. <laughs> well, like most people that get married do get larger, and like people, you know, get upset or whatever when that happens. Like the woman, I don't know. Men might get upset too. I don't really care. I've told my wife I don't care. She doesn't believe me, but I'm like I don't care. Um, I cook a lot, and when I cook, tastes good, and if that means you're eating, so I, like I don't to eat. But like when I have mobility, I I still get up and be active a little, right? Enough to get me out of the house. I mean, there for a couple of years, I sat around and did nothing, right? You can so see that. that was my own fault. Yeah. It happens. Um, so anyway, I'm just saying there's there's silver lining to that. Um, and then I had a random question the other day. Can like normal people pay to live in a nursing home? That's my ran- new random thought. Of like, let's say it costs like a thousand dollars, whatever the cost is, right, for a month of nursing home treatment. Like they don't have to give you any medicine. You're just getting like food, bed. You get to watch TV, but you want your meals and you want a place to put your fucking address on. Or do you have to be like? disabled and or elderly i would say you'd have to meet the age and a disability requirement oh that's pretty that cool. you can't care for yourself on your own and then could you make a normal person quote-unquote nursing home as a business It'd well, be like you're like just a, renting out it would one be like room. a motel like uh right those shitty motels over i guess here i'm on basically Broadway. thinking like you owned a dorm but you rented out a room to a person and then you had like some amenities I just you never see that. Maybe it's more trouble than it's I, worth. I don't think you can do it in a nursing home. But I just that, noticed they're, they're state funded. I'm sure. Right, and that's true. I guess, but if it was a private thing, I think you could. I just see prices around here for rent for some places, and I look at them. I'm like, oh, fuck, I could not do that. Like rents went up a lot since the ten years ago when I was renting. Oh, when I moved in, you could get a nice place for two seventy five to four twenty five. Yeah, four twenty five was top of the line back in two thousand ninety nine. Right. For a one bedroom place, whenever I first we got an apartment, it wasn't great, but it like it was all right. I think it was three hundred and it kept going up. When me and Powell moved in together and got a two bedroom place or a center, like it just rent always was creeping up. But now, now it's like seven, eight, nine hundred dollars. Right. Around where I live, I I mean they're not great looking houses. They'll be like two bedrooms, like seven fifty, three bedrooms, like nine hundred. There's no way I could have done that in college. Fuck no, not at all. So I was just thinking like, man, there has to be some. Maybe that's why McDonald's needs fifteen an hour. Yeah, I know. Me and you were talking about that earlier. So, like, I, I in general do think, like, that's crazy talk. But then when you look at, like, inflation of, like, $2 was, an hour in the 
60s or 70s is like the equivalent of 15 to 18 but the cars were only two grand but now we make seven an hour and they're 50 grand right like nothing works out and we and they're made of plastic and you're expected to have more now like you're expected to have computers phones tvs cable packages and i know you like don't have to i get that argument but like to be a normal person in our society you have all that stuff and okay. I think there's something to be said about what expectations people have of you. I'm a, I'm a member of these town rants and raves and curiosity just because I love reading the comments. Oh, yeah, for sure. But there's these people on there, oh, I so need baby formula and da-da-da-da-da. But you know good and damn well they're on their phone typing that shit in. So not only do they have a cell phone bill, they have an internet bill. You know you know what? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, they I, could just have unlimited data and no internet. It's, that's possible. But I mean, but they're... Either way, how, how would they get a job without a phone like i have to have my phone for my job right right? you know what i mean so like well they do them government phones i guess but i guess do they have internet on those i'm not sure i'm not sure i I bet they have some because they'll say like what if i have to apply for a job there'll be some excuse and i'm not even like they're under like asking for formula and like why are you paying for a phone bill i mean formula is more important in 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 my opinion it is. I would give up stuff that I love so I my kids can have it. I think it is expected for most adults to have a phone. It is and expected, I think but weird. if you can't afford formula... And I either- think that falls to that whole, like, why are you getting food stamps? You wouldn't got Taco Bell the other day. Like, oh, Richie. Like, I hate that whole aspect. Like, you should have been all eating bologna. So it's like, I get it. Yes, of course you should. But, like, we're all humans, and everyone knows damn well it's, like, almost impossible to live like a fucking homeless person if you had, like... Fuck, I'm hungry and want to get this. Right. I I just say I get it. But yes, there are definitely people who take advantage of the system. We have family members who the whole time I've been alive have been on the system and they have no interest in getting off. But then I see like my mom, I think, did a good job of her like two years of food stamps. And now she's clearly paid all that back. Right. Like my she, mom was uh, on food stamps when I was a kid. But me as an adult, I have never had them. I got them in college because my mom worked at uh, DHS for like two months before she went to nursing school. And she learned all the rules of like if you just qualify for the student work program, period. Mm-hmm. Like even if you didn't have a job with it, you would get $200 a month from uh, food stamps. Well, hell, I didn't even know that. Right. And so I just went up there and told them that. Because I qualified, but like they paid me out of what I was already approved. It right. didn't make sense to me. Yeah, and like so, they would give you a check, but they would take it out what you was already approved. So if you didn't work, you still got that money. Oh, see, I didn't. Mine didn't work. Like I had to have a job to like the way it worked for me is I did get a job of, in the math department doing work study or whatever. But I because I qualified for something, it came out of a different funding, and it didn't have to come out of like their funding for the math department. So like they would prefer to have you because they didn't really have to technically pay you from their budget. Or some shit. It well, was so weird. was you actually getting a check? Or? Yeah, I got a check every month. Okay. But it was basically nothing. It was once a month. I could only work 20 hours a week. And I look back, I'm like, I don't even know how the fuck I did anything. I was broke all the time. Right. Um, I guess I sold a little weed eventually. That's the only thing that kept me alive in college. Well, actually, <laughs> I had a full-time job. Right. And played football. And it, yeah, it was rough. Eventually, I got Pell Grants because my dad lost his job. Because what's bullshit is so, like, you turn 18, you go to college, and then they're like, okay, well, what'd your parents make? And it's like, what the fuck's that have to do with anything? I'm fucking 19 or whatever now. Right. Like, what do you care what my parents make? Oh, I was glad I could put my parents' income down. Oh, I'm sure you were. But, like, I had, like, my friend LV, right? He was a foster kid, and his foster parents were very wealthy, and they were helping him, but because he, he technically turned 18, was now like an independent person. He didn't have to put any of their shit. 
And so he got a bunch of money because he had zero income because he played football here. And well, you it always asks me when I filled them out, it's like, uh, what did you make on taxes? And I always put will not file. I was lying my ass off. Right. But they audited me every single year and it kept going. So I right. felt I did nothing wrong since they audited me. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so, yeah, I just it's a crazy, crazy system. It's like. My parents had enough money for sure to like where I didn't get any free money, but they didn't have enough money to actually give me money all the time. Right. Like, in college. like I do have friends that like they just got a thousand dollars a month from their parents or whatever. My mom would give me a twenty here and there if she could yeah, yeah. afford it, but I'd always give it back. And I'm not even like I won't even act like I never. My mom for sure helped me a lot in college. Would just mail me money and shit, but it wasn't like a allowance scenario. Like I knew I was getting it. It was always like thank God. Because right. I don't know how what was going to happen on yeah, that. Yeah, I one. didn't get a lot of that. Uh, my parents are, were pretty dope. I, I blew so much money in college. <laughs> so another uh, news story that happened this week, I try to look up a little bit about it this morning because I just have seen it here and there, and I know it's a big deal. But the thing in New Mexico, there was like the guys, and they think they're Muslim, but I don't know if they're sure yet, and they were training these kids to do school shootings. And then they found one of the kids dead on the premise of their compound that was in some, like, ungoverned part of New Mexico. Have you heard anything about this? I have not, and I don't know how. Well, the reason, originally the way I heard of it was because people were throwing a big fit of this liberal judge let him out on bail. And then you were like, wait, if everything they're accused of, and I get it, they're innocent until proven guilty, um, but it is still weird to let these people out on bail when other people are held on bail with a lot less, right? That's where I was like, this is crazy. So I looked into it because I saw a lot of my conservative friends very pissed at this liberal judge. But turns out the dude did not get out of jail that they're, or the people. They're being held on warrants from another state, so they can't be bailed out. Right. All the judge said was they technically have not met, met the criteria for the state of New Mexico for us to, for them to not allow bail like that state has certain laws right so that's all he was saying and that got twisted they're gonna let them out when it was like actually no they're not getting out he was just saying if it wasn't for these warrants they actually could post bail but anyway so apparently they were like training some kids on how to go in schools and shoot up some schools and shit that's terrible um also and related to that some guy kubi just randomly told me this earlier so i didn't look up the story but there were kids on Fortnite talk, planning a school shooting, and they got into a squad with some guy from another country that overheard them. I'm assuming he had to ask leading questions to get some information. Eventually, called, it was in Oklahoma, I think, called the OFBI, informed them, and they stopped these kids' school shooting. Well, I mean, there was a lot of first day of school attacks in Oklahoma. Right. I um, was shocked. There's been some stuff at this school that wasn't a big deal. Everyone acted like it was a big deal. Well, the big deal was it happened, and we didn't get a call until 6, 7 o'clock in the evening. It was nothing, though. Well, okay. I mean, but still, if they put in a lockdown, that's automatic phone call to the parents. I disagree. In this scenario, because I was caught in a scenario where, like, I didn't know anything about it either. Um, someone was just being arrested near the school, period. The cops okay. were arresting someone near the school. And when that happens, the school has to put them in lockdown so no kids can go out just in case there's other shit. That was all that happened. Well, that's all they had to say then. Right. That's all they... But it, someone just heard lockdown, made a big deal on social media. Oh, my God. And then the superintendent had to send out this really cryptic fucking email. And then finally, I think people are now hearing what I just told you. But it, 
That's all it was. I mean, it that, that was crazy. the big deal. Is like with everything that's happened the first two, three days of school. Right. And then you get a phone call at 5, 6, 7 o'clock and at night. I could be wrong, but from what I understand. Well, you get a phone call at 5, 6, 7 o'clock at night. We uh, had to school in lockdown. And you're like, what the fuck? Right. I mean, I mean as I a walk- parent, I would be pissed at knowing everything that went on in the first three days in Oklahoma. Everyone immediately goes to worst case scenario and all that. And I'm like. It's 2018, brother. I, it's true. Well, and I think it's crazy because. I think the bigger city you're in, and I could be wrong, it seems like the more likely for these crazy accidents, probably because there's just more kids. But like where I grew up at, and I'm sure yours was similar, almost every guy, not me, almost had it, had a rifle or shotgun in their truck. Yeah, because we was going hunting one of the few daylight hours we had left if we didn't have work. Right, and I do think growing up around guns and having some knowledge and respect helps in this scenario where, like I heard, I saw a lot of guys getting fights and never once was I'm going to get my gun brought up, ever. Never. I seen a fan belt out of a truck get slapped across yeah, somebody. Yeah, I've before. seen weapons. Sure, I've seen like bats. And we didn't. We didn't have a whole lot of weapons when I was clubs. growing up. There was some in certain parts of town. Right. But usually, if you and fight, everybody was surrounded in a circle, and no, there's no. two guys fighting. That's the way there's we did some it. little country guys. I'm gonna try to call them up. They're the top. They're gonna grab a golf club out of the back because they're like, "Well, you're bigger than me," and then. So I've seen that scenario, but I've never seen anyone grab a gun. No, we was the top that we got in a fight. We got our ass beat. When he walked out, right. You know, so we got our ass beat. There is something different now. Columbine happened before I was like when I was in elementary school, so it's all like I wasn't in that generation. But shit is a little different. Like we just never really worried about it or whatever. I don't know. It's weird. Never. I mean, one time in high school, I had a little bag of weed in my pocket, and I looked out. And I would come out of a building, and I looked across the yard, and there's a fucking drug dog. I took Mike off in that building, and I hit it under a trash can. Yeah. And then later on, after towards the end of school, I went back there and I fucking snatched it. It was, a, it was almost a close call. Yeah, that's crazy shit. I never really. <clears throat> I forgot I had it. I got in some trouble in school, but not anything. Oh crazy no, I like was that. a good student. Just no one knew I did that except my right. close buddies. Um, and then last week on the podcast, we brought up football movies, and I know there's at least one movie you want to like throw in the ring, and I'll tell you why it's the worst. Not really the worst, but um, but I've rethought about it. I think Waterboy should be my number one. I really do. Like, I just think Waterboy is so, so underrated, and I I think it's so good that I, I'm going to put it over the program Ooh. radioactively. Wow. Because the program is a little before my time, and I do like it, but the Waterboy was definitely like Like I said, well, shit. I probably watched the program because that's what was out when Dustin and Jason were up, and I was kind of – me and Rusty were kind of in between that. So, like, I was right. a couple years, and Rusty was under me. So we kind of got bartered into that, and I'm sure that's why you watched it, because you hung right. out with Rusty. Right, exactly. But I actually just love the program. I mean, it just seems like you could give these guys second chances. You know, back when we grew up, you know, you wouldn't throw the book at them for everything they did. Yeah. They, they waited until they fucked up a few times, legitimately. Well, I, but that was the point of the movie, was that these athletes are getting all this special treatment, all these chains, even though they're fucking up. That wasn't the good part. That was supposed to be the part of your, like, criticizing it. Oh, no. I loved it. Yeah, that's not good. Um, (laughs) Also, you wanted to like The Blonde Side. I loved The Blonde Side, man. It was a feel-good movie. See, there's two main reasons I don't... Actually, it's really one main reason I don't like it, which is the guy it's about who played in the NFL came out and was like... That's not true. Oh, I, they changed a lot, and that automatically made me be like, well, then I don't like it. I did remember that, but it was still a good movie. Uh, they portrayed the movie good, whether... You know, how many movies are taken out of books and half the shit's left out? It's true. I understand. Uh, 
I just uh, I don't know something about that that made me be like, well, it's not true. Plus the fact Sandra Bullock was pretty damn hot in the movie. Yep. But, and the whole the Joe Theismann when Lawrence Taylor took him out, I can relate to that time frame because you know it was late eighties. Right. You know, and that's when I was getting into football and all that good stuff. So you know, I was ten. So I just think I related to it a lot because the time frame of when they portrayed about the left tackle being the number one right uh place on the team because it was the blonde side right um also this week i saw a new game show called the game of games hosted by ellen degeneres and it was a pretty entertaining television show she is actually funny she is funny but the show was like a mixture of there was some like athletic shit in some rounds but they also had trivia rounds, but it was all trivia that I would destroy. Like, I would have gotten, like, everything right they asked on it. Right. I was like, damn, I would destroy this show. So now i got to figure out a way to get to this game of game shows and then figure out the other half of the game besides the trivia part. But that's where my mind's been since okay. I watched that shit. What happened Sunday evening? I had three different channels. Of course, I got the basic cable package. I got three different channels saying Big Brother's going to be on. It was on none of them. Well, CBS played the golf tournament of whatever golf tournament was on Sunday. So whenever that runs late, same when NFL starts, it's going to happen a lot too. And then they'll play 60 minutes. And then when 60 minutes goes off, Big Brother will come on. So it came on at, I think, uh, like 7-18 last week or something. Uh, you got to tell me these things. I'm impatient. Yeah, um, Big Brother's been awesome. Uh, it's crazy that you don't love it, but it's fine. No, I mean, I really wanted to watch it this week, and I made plans, but since I missed Sunday, I was like, fuck it. And then we was doing stuff. I mean, I'm not really doing much, but sometimes the house is moving. Right. Like, people are up doing stuff, and I'm just watching and entertained in that. I feel you. Yeah, uh, Big Brother's been pretty good. I'm trying to remember who, who went got out voted off? this last week. Uh, Rockstar got voted off. I did not like her, thank God. Yeah, so she thinks she's cool, but she got voted off, and I don't think they've done an HOH yet. I think it's like an endurance comp, so they'll show the end of it. Yeah, because I kept turning episode. back and forth for a good 10 minutes, and I was like, well, fuck it. I guess it ain't coming on. Yeah, I sometimes you got to wait. If 60 minutes is on, you just got to wait till after 60 minutes. But what was annoying about last week is it was an old 60 minutes, like the last segment, and it goes, we're going to show you this one from April of 2017. And I was like, and it was after 7 when they said that, and I was like, just cut it. Cut right. it and start the next shit. What are you doing? So that would fucking They probably uh, have a contract to an agreed time. I'm sure. Uh, Not a time slot, a, a full length of segment. Right. Well, not, I don't know. It, like I said, it happens a lot during football season um, because the NFL games always go long, or a lot of times go long. So Yeah, having basic cable, you can only watch, what, three games? Yeah, Because they have like two on at noon and then one at yeah, three. Yeah, and I'm getting real annoyed that so, like, I can log in to watch a lot of TV channels because my parents have Dish and I have a login or whatever, but they don't have any sports packages. And so I don't have know anyone currently that has, like, a Dish or DirecTV or whatever login so I can watch it. So I'm going to have to go on this whole fantasy football thing blind, which is fine. I'm listening to a lot of podcasts, but I haven't, like, watched anything. See, and I've then, been missing the preseason games because they're all on the NFL Network. I guess I'm just too cheap to make that expense. Yeah, I feel you. I wouldn't want to either. Um, I mean, I would back in the day when I was really into it. Right. But nowadays... Well, it I'm used just... to be a pretty cool channel. Uh, when I lived with my parents, we had that channel like, when so, I was in high school. But it's not as fun anymore, I did, don't think. All right, did you see where they're going to not play the national anthem on TV and just come on air afterwards? 
I don't have a problem with that at all. I mean, no, I mean, I was just thinking, you know, finally maybe a solution because that's what was blowing it all up. Because I not, even got to say I was against the protest, but really, what's more peaceful than kneeling? They're not doing nothing, right? It's not, but, and it's actually not a protest; it's a demonstration, which right. is different. But they they didn't do anything. It was the most lazy action you could do. I mean, I almost like lazy, like in a negative way, but right, like it wasn't like in your face or whatever. It was just like a. Something. So it was the social media and all the announcers that made it a big deal, and the camera people that just, hey, let's single out these players because right. they've been doing it for years. If you think about it, yeah, I mean, so a lot of people stood in the locker rooms. Well, and, and it didn't even start. They didn't even start coming down the field till after nine eleven happened. And then, so when we grew up, really, when I was young, like that's why I was like, "What are y'all talking about national?" Like I didn't even realize they did a national anthem. Like I mean, I've been to an actual Cowboys game a few times. So, like I know they do it. But I didn't know it was even on TV. I never was paying attention, I guess, that much until it became this big issue. And then I know plenty of people who don't watch the NFL now because of it. And they'll be like, I don't watch because of the protests. I'm like, I just, I almost want to turn the announcers off sometimes. Yeah, I really think, and Bill Simmons always talks about this for both NBA and NFL, where someday there might be a way like you have a program on your phone to where you choose which announcers you want to listen to. And then it'll play the audio out of your phone and you mute your TV. You know, if you wanted alternate announcers, like you like, like if they had Snoop Dogg in one week on a fucking game, right? And it was Snoop and some somebody else, and you're like, sure, I'd rather listen to that than fucking Chris Collinsworth. Oh my whoever. god, I would turn Collinsworth off every time. Right. So, I'm hoping someday that happens or whatever. In, that in the would league. be really but, cool. Uh, I'll just kind of speaking on football. I'm pretty sure we do our for our fantasy. Football. I mean, I know I'll have all the invites out. I don't know if everyone's accepted them. Right. So we will have a full league as long as everyone accepts it by uh, next weekend when we're doing our draft. If then, not, I'll pick up like some of these other guys. Oh, my wife wants a team. Oh, my roommate wants a team. And basically, you're controlling two teams. Right. And I I've, know what you're doing, Pal. Well. Yeah. No, Jill tries a lot, and it's funny. Okay. But what happens? And I'll be honest. They don't really trade with each other. But one of them will give up if one of them sucks. Like. If midway through the season one of them's not very good, they'll they'll just quit trying and they'll help the other one. Oh, you should do this, this, and that. Or they won't pick up a person. I think that happens, but they don't like it's not complete collusion like Chris says it is. I kinda thought that was gonna happen in uh the family league with Nick Arms I told you about. Yeah. His wife plays, but she's really competitive. Right. And Jill has been before. And I love to snake Aaron Rodgers from her because it's an auction draft. Right. And it just pisses her off. Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, I really hope I get Aaron Rodgers in ours, but we'll just kind of see how the draft. I would goes. say she's been a top three team all ten years. Yeah. Uh, now I did edit some schedules at the end of the season because we still play everyone once because we're twelve people and we have no division, so you just play all eleven teams and there's two more weeks. So like, I made it where Pow Wow and Jill play each other the last week because I thought that'd be fun, and I want to say I made Dom and Chris because they worked together play each other the last week. So I feel like the last week should have some like. Just Rivals. in case, right? Just in case it's like one or the other into the playoffs. So I thought that would be fun, um, but we'll we'll see how it all goes. We have a rival game in our fourteen man league. There's one team that you play twice, right? And it's kind of always been the same matchups. You know, buddies they f- play each other. It's always talking shit. It's good stuff. Yeah, that is good. Um, so anyway, I'm excited about our fantasy league, and then I, so we have that draft next Sunday, and then we have another draft later that Sunday. You have three, I have two. I don't plan on getting on anymore. I have but. one on Friday, so I have four leagues in total. Yeah, so you'll be a lot of – I mean, you're not working at the moment, so you'll have time to, to really just invest be t- in. I know, but, man, you know, after watching Rux, and I'm going to end up tinkering too much. Yeah, that's very true. I do want to go back and watch the league. Um, it sucks that – Rafi go- almost runs that show. 
what? Rafi is my favorite <laughs> part of that show. He really is. Like the guy who plays Rafi, I would watch him play that character in anything. Like, oh my god, it's so it's the out best. there. It's, it's fun. Uh, to me, Taco by the end gets annoying. Taco's great at the beginning, but by the end, I'm like. He really doesn't change at all. Like, I don't know. And then I can't remember his name. Steve, whatever. The main guy with the wife. Yeah. Uh, Kevin. The Kevin character. That that actor a lot about being in the build at World Trade Center in 9-11. Uh, and you remember kept you telling that me about that. forever. And then it came out. So it's like a, it's hard to watch it now without being like, that motherfucker. I didn't like him much anyway. Right. Pete's the best part. Right. Which Pete and then uh, his brother, they're the Duplass brothers, they're like, do all kinds of shows that I love. Like apparently they're like director, producer, writers of all kinds of shit. So the bald headed like guy plays more. a weird character. Uh, what the hell's his name? The bald haired guy. He's always thinks he's cool with the ladies. Oh, Double yeah. entendres. And- Andre, yeah, yeah. Andre is good. Um, I really liked him off Human Giant back in the day with Aziz and Sorry, and that other dude who's in all kinds of shit. I just can't normal. believe they got that many, that much NFL involvement. Yeah. Considering it was a really raunchy show. Yeah, they did. I mean, I was impressed, especially when they were streaking across Dallas Cowboys training camp. I loved it. Of course, I'm a Dallas fan. So yeah, Um, I I just enjoyed how Taco bought the Dallas Cowboys website name or whatever and sold it back to Jerry Jones. So Jerry Jones was like, "Sure, it made me look like an idiot." Right, that's fine. Uh, But yeah, I really liked the league back then. Me and Powell watched it like season one. Like we were just on it. You just made a reference that just made made a reference in my head. Trump and Jerry Jones. Their facial expressions and how they go about business. See, when I watch The Office lately, I like to imagine that Donald Trump is just a lot like Michael Scott and he's trying his best, but he just keeps fucking up. And it makes me like Trump a little more, but I tell it to my wife and she's like, no, I don't think that's the case at all. And I'm like, but you could imagine, right? I could. Michael (laughs) Scott. See, I started watching The Office. I struggled, struggled, struggled through season one. Which I do think season one is probably the worst season. Season two is a little better and it's only because my daughter was in there coaching me. We was trying. We finally started laughing a little bit because it's it's just weird. See, I, I don't know. To me, it's I love it. I love everything about it. I love the fact that uh, you can watch like the fifth time through and then get a joke you didn't get the first few times. You're like, oh shit, I can't believe I didn't catch that. So I really enjoy that. Or that I'll just forget certain jokes and I'm like, oh my god, I forgot all about that. It's really great. But I feel the same. Like Arrested Development, everyone's like, oh, I'm sure you love that, and I'm like, no, I hate it. I try to watch it, and they'll be like. But there's so many hidden jokes and ongoing things, and I'm like, I get it, but I try it, and I just, it's just not for me. So it's cool if you don't like The Office, but for me, like, it's just my go-to. I could watch it at any time. I'm sure. trying to power through it, and they're only 30-minute episodes, so. Right, they go pretty quick. Um, I personally think, like, seasons three through six are the strong thing, so, I mean, if you get to, like, three and you still don't like it, I mean, yeah, you can give up, but I'm just a big, big fan. Uh, so many people are. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's my generation, Seinfeld. So like I got you. It's like our go-to comedy. Like Seinfeld's funny to me, but I don't think it's that funny because I think Kramer is not funny. I don't think Jerry Seinfeld has anything to do with any of the story plot, and Jason Alexander's character is like the main character really, and he's the only interesting one. So like I just don't. So no, a show that like you're doing with The Office. I've been trying to watch Curb Your Enthusiasm because everyone I meet is like, "Oh, I bet you love Curb Your Enthusiasm," and I'm like, "No, I I'm not a fan," and. I'm trying again for like the third or fourth time to watch it. And it's just not fun. Like in the first two episodes, I laughed one time and it was at a extra like the dad of a random character right, who made this little comment in the background you could barely hear. And I found it really funny. 
Well, that's kind of what happened because my wife was watching it too, and you could just tell she was annoyed. Right. And finally, somewhere between season two, episode one to four, she finally laughed out loud and was like, that's the first time I left. So it's getting a little better. Uh, see, I think, I guess you also have to kind of know the characters a little bit. And there's a lot on that. Um, I just, I don't know. I'll let everything about the office. But Curb Your Enthusiasm, I might try again. It's just so, so difficult for me to find it funny. I, have, so it might be I don't believe I've ever feel. watched it. I would say during my high school, the only thing I ever watched was football on maybe Sundays after church. See, I love because TV we didn't really we didn't really so. have cable, and I was working thirty five hours a week plus playing football. And oh, yeah. So I really just didn't watch TV in high school. So there's a lot of people. You watch this? I'm like, no. Yeah. See, I lucked out with my dad. Um, he had a guess from what I've heard. I don't know how truthful it all is. That he had to get a job, or he did get a job at thirteen to help with bills. Sort of. I scenario. believe that. Right. And then so for me, because I always had really good grades, his whole thing was you do not have to have a job at all when you're in school. Like that's just how it was more. My mom kind of wanted me to get a job here and there. And then I could get a job myself. So like I had a job at a grocery store for a little while and I worked in a watermelon field and shit like that. But I was never forced to get a job. When I got to college, I was like, well, I'm actually I just came in and enrolled in like April or whatever for college. And the dean of the math department offered me a job when I got up here. So I don't know if they were going to like force me to. So that's how I got a job up here. Um, but my dad was just always like, well, you're smart. And I don't want to force you to do anything because I think he just had to work early on. So that's why I kind of got out of it. Well, it just seemed like all the summers I went up there, you know, none of the adults were ever at work other than granny. Oh, yeah. Me and my dad would have a little low-paying job, you know, at the feed mill. or Right, and that's and where my dad worked when he was 13. And a couple other things, but they would all migrate to Granny's house. Yep. And they would sit there and drink coffee and talk, smoke cigarettes and talk. Yep, a lot of coffee and cigarettes. I mean, childhood. all the women, though, I don't, I just can't remember them working. I don't know if they uh, did or... Penny did. So, like, all, all, on and off. So yeah, like Penny they were, had, like, a nurse, worth the nurse come with it. So, like, they were always at Granny's, though. I didn't even, you know, they never had nothing to do. Yeah, I mean, well, our hometown was also really boring. Um, there wasn't anything to do. Like, looking back on it, it's just crazy. And I know this is another weird tangent, but, like, a lot of people are talking about the next, you know, PS5s and Xbox 2s and all that. And will they ever just abandon discs? So, you, like, where you'll just have to download the games. And then I think, I'm like, I do download a lot of games, but I also pay a pretty good cost for the internet I have to have the data cap I have and the speed I have. Where most people don't. And like where my mom's at, she finally upped hers because I was like, you can't watch Netflix on what you have. She would have to like start a Netflix episode, pause it, and then go do something for an hour, come back, and she could watch that episode, right? Wow. So like she eventually upped it because she got into like Handmaid's Tale and a couple of Mad Men she watched. Um, and so now I enjoy going to their house. They have pretty good internet. But a lot of people in that area just don't. Their internet's shit. They, if you told them like you had to buy a video game online and download it, there's no way they could do it. They they have data caps, their internet's slow. So it's like, I don't know, everyone thinks America's all awesome, and we are in some ways, but other countries have way better internet than us, like do you especially ever, middle of the country. Do you ever drive through Asher much? Yeah. I mean, I try to avoid it, but If it you happens. was an Asher, would you even bother owning a cell phone? Yeah, probably not. I, I mean, mean, you get no service. The guy that lives across the street from me, actually, he lives there, even though he owns a house in Stratford. Mm -hmm. Like, he owns it. Yet he pays money to rent here because the internet from Cable One is so superior to whatever he would get. He's like, I like computers and games and stuff, and I just, I'll, I'll try to sell a house in Stratford when I can. It was like his dad's house, some scenario. 
And I'm just like, that's crazy. But then again, I agree. Like, I'm like, I I, will, I have to have good internet. We have so much internet. My daughter's been gropping forever. You know how it keeps lagging online. And right. that's just going to get you killed on, you know, she plays Overwatch and right. things like that. And I've been gropping and gropping because, you know, my name's not on the bill. We finally called and he comes in and he starts looking because, well, we were seeing y'all, y'all don't have a, y'all have a shit signal. Ended up both the cable from the pole to our house was spliced and then there was, it was filled with water at one end. Oh, wow. And so he had to, he was like, you're supposed to be the easiest customer of the day. And he had to fix all that and give us a new modem. Now we finally have decent internet. And I was like, something's got to be wrong, babe, because I'm paying 200. I have basic cable, so that's like 40 bucks, maybe. Right. And I pay 240 a month. Damn, yeah. You know, because, I mean, all we do is stream off Netflix. We don't hardly ever watch cable. Well, and just for people out there that don't know, Mm -hmm. if you log on to, like, the desktop to get on a Netflix, you can go to your profile and change your autoplay settings. So we went over our data cap a lot because it auto sets to, like, the best. And we done an update at some time where the best became, like, 1080p or 4K or some shit, like something real good. Um and so if it does that, it will use a lot. But we just put it down like on normal. I want to say the difference between normal and good or normal and best, whatever it was worded, was like 0.7 gigs a movie at normal to 7 gigs a movie at best. So it's like, oh, shit, that's a huge difference. Right. So all of ours are on normal now. Well, I may have to figure that out because, every, I mean, ever so often they just keep, oh, you're going over. You got to raise, go to the next plan. Got to go to the next plan. Right. Oh, and now, yeah. now I'm paying $200 for internet, and it wasn't even fucking working. Dude, I will show you how to do it before you leave here, um, because that's how we got underneath it. And then the reason I had PlayStation View, which is like a sling, like it's like a, I mean, it's cable, basically, but you just do it through your PlayStation. And it was like $40 a month or whatever, but I had to cancel it because it just autoed whatever the best quality was, and I never, I'm sure I could go on and figure out how to cap my PlayStation, what it can do, but then I'm like, well, if I'm online, I, I do want the most internet right so so i never really went into i just canceled the service or whatever but at least netflix has it where you can choose so does youtube like hulu pisses me off because it just doesn't have a place you can be like i don't want the best settings like hulu you can on a computer but you can't when you're watching on like an app like a roku or playstation yeah man the hoku setup on the uh, smart tv is way different than it's set up on a roku yeah it's just really weird yeah it is uh it's weird the way it all works but Anyway, see what else I have on my list here. I watched a movie called The Package. Oh, yeah? And it was was talking about about this uh, precious cargo that these uh, kids was taking us a field trip, you know, camping trip, you know, as part of the high school summer right before school. And I'll be damned, I should have realized what the package was. Yeah, when you told me the name earlier, I guess it pretty much instantly. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't even thinking. I'm like, okay, I was just trying to find something new, and it's like one of these new Netflix original. I'll try to click on them, see if they're interesting. And I ended up watching the whole thing, and it was kind of funny, throwing one-liners, and then this dude was trying to cut his pee, and off comes his wiener. Right. Cut of off the package. It, yeah, and then they gave the wrong package, and then it got sold on someone else, and it was just out there. But it was funny. Yeah, I might have to check it out. I don't watch a lot of movies. I'm more on... Um, series? Series. That's but what my wife is, I think. Every once in a while, I'll watch a movie, but just not too often. Until I did watch was... I do watch stand-up specials, because that's my shit. So, Dimitri Martin has a new stand-up special on Netflix. I'm pretty sure it's called Overthinking. I love Dimitri Martin. Uh, my friend LV, who I've brought up before, it was like his favorite stand-up comedian. Now, Dimitri Martin's super weird. He does a lot of, like, drawings and shit, and it's, like, a lot of puns and, uh, I don't know. It's, it, it seems like it's easy laughs, but they're, like, so obvious and dumb that you have to kind of giggle to yourself sort of scenario, right? It's, like, observation humor. 
in this special, it has moments where like it silences out the crowd and he's talking over him doing his performance where he's like, and right here I'm getting really nervous because I'm thinking about this, this, and that. So like, it's kind of a weird artsy thing. Um, but I personally really love Dimitri Martin. And if you're into weird comedy shit, things check it out because I found it. I mean, my wife loved it. Like, she was dying laughing, but she's also kind of weird like that. What's it so, called? I think it's called Overthinking. But his name's Dimitri Martin. He's a white guy with a big old bird nose. I watched uh, this series called Explained. I watched a little bit of it, and it was going into detail about exclamation points. And Yeah, I watched the first few episodes of Explained, and then I got to an episode about uh, K-pop, like Korean pop music. I was like, I don't care, and then I quit watching it. Yeah, I quit watching it after the cup. I mean, it was interesting, but yeah, when you got kids running back and forth, you know, you just can't get into shit that talks a lot. Right, yeah, I can see that for sure. Um and then a show I figured you've watched, if not you, your wife has, and if you haven't, I think you would like it, is Ozarks. Did you ever watch that? I believe my wife has watched all of them. Okay. I know season two, whether just came out or is about to come out, and I was thinking, like, oh, well, I bet it, Snappy would love that maybe shit. Maybe it was something else she watched, but it was... Is it sci-fi? No. It's like uh, Jason Bateman is in it. Okay. And he's like an accountant, and in the first season he... His part, business partner fucks up when he gets involved in like the Mexican cartel sort of shit, and he moves to the Ozark Lake area in like in Missouri, and he's trying to start businesses to help him launder money. But it gets fucking like zero to a hundred real quick. Like people are fucking getting shot, thrown off buildings. It does sound like I would like that. And like it's super just high adrenaline action shit. But it's like so over the top, and you're like they can't oh, do it. But it just keeps going. You just uh, you just cut the office out of my week. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think I'm like I said. I mean, I put it on the list because I was thinking, oh, I bet Snappy would love Ozarks. Like it sounds, it sounds like, like this sort of watch. shit. So you should look for that on Netflix. Um, I mean, sure, Office is great. So I can get to that whenever you want. But uh, think you would like that show quite a bit. So have you noticed that your t-shirts are thinning? Their see-through tissue tees cotton is replacing cheaper, thinner synthetic fabric. So, like, basically all these T-shirts you buy now, like, you can kind of see through them. Like, you hold them up right. a lot, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, that is actually, they're just using new cotton that's just shitty because it's cheaper. Nice. So, like, that's a real thing that's happening. I um, haven't noticed. I mean, I really don't even pick my own clothes out anymore. And then claw machine games, which I fucking love growing up. Like, I love a claw machine I'll still game. hit a claw machine every now and then. Well, now with the new ones, they have settings that you can program with your smartphones on them that can make it get harder based on how much money you've put in. So, like, if you keep putting in more money, it'll make it harder. Like, it can keep track of that shit. That's crazy. I know. Like, it was already fucked. They're taking all the fun out of everything. I know. It was already fucked because the way it wouldn't close all the way right or it would bounce you would too ha- much. You would have to hang top. it just right. You're right. And now it's like, well, we're going to make it even harder. It's all carnival game shit, but. I think carnivals are way too expensive. I don't even like going to them because you're going to spend 100 bucks Easy. Oh, this one does piss me off. So have you bought Pringles lately? Not lately, but I guess a few months ago. Well, they started making their cans smaller, and I did think my hands were just getting bigger, but they actually shrank the cans down by like a few centimeters, and they made their chips just, they're not oval anymore, they're more round, so like they made them just smaller. So, it's a fucking bummer, I love Pringles. Now They're trying I, to skim everything. They do. I personally buy uh, stacks, because they're a little tougher, like they're a little more crunched to the lace stacks, which look just like Pringles. Right. So... I would recommend those since Pringles is fucking you. Um, 
Oh, yeah. And this one, I actually bought a Twix the other day. And then I read this and was like, I thought so. So I like Twix quite a bit. But a Twix candy bar is 14 or 14% smaller than it was just three years ago. And a Kit Kat is now 40 grams instead of 48 grams over the last few years. How so much more do they cost? Probably. They probably kept the price the same or up, in the, right, up them, like you're saying. Uh, I don't know. Just, I, I never would have looked. At Maybe how much, it's harder for the common man to make money anymore. They're having to skim wherever they can. Yeah, I guess so. Um, it's like these cups we, we make at a, a plastic company. And they have these one ounce, one and a half ounce cups of sauce. You know, what am I going to do? Get one chip in that? You know what I'm talking about? Right. Yep. It's like I don't understand. We, those should be outlawed. They should. Where's the government when you need them on the important shit? Fuck the government. Uh, so I personally love McCormick black pepper. You know, I think it's like everyone's black pepper of choice, what you get, right? Unless you get, like, the crushed shit. But what they did on their pepper to fuck everybody over is they kept the exact same size tins, packaging, and everything – but they just started putting less pepper in it and just changed the weight. So it used to say, like, however many ounces, and now it was, like, an ounce less. But it was the exact same packaging, so no one ever really noticed. So it was, like, 16 ounces, but now right, it's because you never really opened it. Now it's 15 ounces, right. <laughs> so you're like, well, whatever. It's not like everyone is doing that. And then cereal boxes, I've noticed this as well. They have now begotten thinner to make them smaller. I have noticed like the cereal boxes. Back. So like they're the same height and they're the same width, but from front to back they're making them thinner so they can put less cereal in them and it tricks you. Right. So be on the lookout for that. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Everyone's doing that, but. And then cheater pints, which you've worked in a place, so I'm sure you you're aware of these. Are they look like 16 ounce glasses, but they're actually 14 ounce. They put your beer in. It's where they got the glass, the thick glass on the bottom of the cup. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, I'll take a pint, and they pour that, but it's mm-hmm. actually only 14 ounces, right. and that's just like a local bar fucking you, not a, not a big business, but um, says so since flavored chips cost more to manufacture, Lay's packages five to six fewer chips per bag compared to their original chips. So basically, if you look at the net weight of normal Lay's classic chips, it'll always be more than a flavored variety. Okay. And they do that because they charge the same price and they claim it costs more to make this. Which I personally these days just like normal potato chips. I used to like like sour cream and barbecue and all the flavors. Right. But now I'm just like, yeah, normal's fine. The salt flavor. <laughs> My eight-year-old, uh, that is his favorite food snack whatever if you let him get away with it he would eat chips all day oh yeah dude me and a lot of my friends growing up that i mean it'd be like lunch and we would just go grab a bag of chips and we were just gonna eat that bag of chips until they were gone and that's how they work um says toilet paper companies have been gradually reducing the width of their products some by as many as 25 percent and you can see it for yourself just by observing how much um of your toilet paper holders still showing okay like especially if you have an older one that was made back then it'll be like look fucking huge because they're just making them they're saying water i call that shorter because i imagine toilet paper stab have you ever had the over under debate well there's no debate because there's a copyright patent I, i've seen the copyright <laughs> <laughs> but i've always been in the over camp i just don't like the under because it wraps back up around you have to yeah it's just yeah weird. i it's just harder to pull. Just go over. Yeah. Over is easier, 100%. So anyone who argues against that, I'm just like, well, I, I've never heard a good argument. 
Another one I used to argue a lot. Well, not really a lot, but in high school, I was watching this dumb National Lampoon's movie where there's like four guys in a living room talking, debating over if you sit down to wipe your ass or stand up to wipe your ass, right? And me and Shad were sitting there, and then our friend, like Zach, and someone, I don't know who I was there. There's four of us there, though, right? And I make some comment, that's so crazy. No one stands up. And then Shad agreed with me, and then the other two guys, both of them were standards. And I was like, oh, shit, it's 50-50, just like this movie. And so throughout college, I would ask people, and they did, like, there's a difference. Now, me personally, I don't. I just sit down and reach around sort of scenario. But there is a lot of people who stand up. Now, to me, in my mind, your butt cheeks touch, you've just made way more mess. Right. So that's, I guess, why I've never when you sit down, it's spread. Right, exactly. That's ex- exactly my thought process. <laughs> um, now, I don't know why people do it different ways. I'm sure it goes back to whatever your mom did when she wiped your ass. Like, I'm sure my mom kept me sitting and just reached back to wipe my ass said, you're good. And I bet other moms go, all right, stand up so I can wipe your ass. That's my only theory at the moment. But it is like a 50-50 thing for dudes if they sit or stand when I think it's probably kids out of a big family that just jumped up when they wasn't quite done, when someone busted in the bathroom when they forgot to lock the door. But then that's <laughs> yeah. not part of the wiping, though. That's just running around not wiping your ass. This uh, is like It's gross, wipes. but I've seen kids do it. I mean, uh, I mean Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I was the only child, but I did have friends who had siblings that their younger sibling would always get caught for that. Right? Like, you didn't wipe your ass and all this shit happened. So... I've definitely witnessed this, but I just think it's, but I also just like the way, like I was so sure of myself for that moment until the other two people were like, no, I stand. I'm like, the fuck's wrong with you people? I thought we were friends. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you treat me. I also had a guy I worked with that would get butt ass naked every time he used the bathroom. And I was like, I don't, I don't get it. Did he have a dad growing up? I don't know. Probably not. Maybe not. I don't know. It's kind of like when he uh, goes to pee, he probably drops his pants all the way to his ankles. Right. And that's cute when like, a kid does it, and it's fucking gross when an adult man does it at like, a Dallas Cowboy no, game. No, man, I was afraid to tell my kid, well, hell no. Yeah, um, people are, are fucking crazy. So anyway, those are my random shit. We'll see what we keep out of that. Um, you got anything to bring up this week, man? Man, my eight-year-old, he's been cracking me up. He tries so hard, you know, because I'll hear a tune, and I'll just start making shit up just to be corny dad. Right. And so he he likes that idea, and he tries to make up these words, but almost every time he does, it comes out dirty. Perfect. And I'm just like, why would you say that? I don't get it. I don't know how to redirect his thinking to, like, because he's trying so hard, he wants to come up with something himself, and he's only eight. Right. You know, he, he just wants to come up with something that he created. But almost every time, it comes being a butt joke or something. Yeah, dude, this is the best. I remember owning, when I was around his age, a joke book. Like that, I bought. Oh, I bought him one uh, not too long ago. He's been walking around the house reading it. Yeah, uh, I have had a Joe book off like a fucking thrift store, and I remember they were all dumb. It was like one whole chapter was about presidential jokes, and it was about like old presidents. Another one was like fast food stuff because there's this whole thing about Ronald McDonald proposing a Wendy with an onion ring, and it was like supposed to be real funny. But in hindsight, I'm like, none of that shit was funny. Also, fine. I just don't find a lot of people funny. Right. And I'm like, I wish I did. And the reason why I bought him the joke book, because I was tired of him trying to make up his own shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I don't know. Eventually, he'll become funny. Maybe if he, he could realize how humor actually works, but he just got that weird humor, I guess. That's fine. I mean, he'll, he'll eventually grow into it or he won't. We'll figure something else out. Uh, 
All right, at the moment, I do not have anyone to be on the last half of the podcast for a top five list or any of that, but I'm going to figure it out by tomorrow. If anything else, I'll make Koopy do it. But Koopy, Koopy. I just don't know what our top five list would be, so we'll try to figure all that out. Um, we may take a break and come up with one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're really just hard to do, honestly, because I used all the easy ones at the first of the other podcast. Now, if I I'm was wanting to, to do one, I would have wanted to do the one like last week because football is my thing. Right. You know, you got your other – we got our other buddies on for the basketball, and that's fine because I don't keep up as much. Right. Um, yeah, and the reason we've done that because Chris has done every other sports genre movies. Right. And so I was like, well, we might as well do this one. Oh, but that's cool. eventually, probably more into football season because we're just having – we have a lot of football talk. And I don't know a lot of people don't care. I, I want to do, like, top five just favorite quarterbacks. Or like, you know, something more specific right. or something. So we might do something like that eventually. Uh but anyway, we'll figure it out. And then, you know, at the very end of all this shit, I make I make beats all the time. It's all I do these days. And I'm sure I annoy annoy the wife. Because, I like, last time I just locked myself in here making beats. And then she went to bed way early. And I started yelling at her from in here. And I went in there and the fucking all the lights in the house were off. And I was like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> Wasn't expecting her to be in bed? Yeah, I just wasn't. I was... I mean, it was like 9.30, so it was way early for that shit. My dog was annoying me, and I was yelling at the dog, and I took off my headphones and was like, can you get this fucking dog out of here? <laughs> and it was more the dog telling me, like, she's asleep. You need to go to bed, because that's how my dog is. Everyone has to be doing the same thing, right? and she's fucking weird about it. Well, your wife could get on here and talk about some books or something again. Right. Oh, I guess another random update is uh, on my quitting smoking. The last, or so, like, Three days ago, I only had eight cigarettes, and then two days ago, eight cigarettes, and then yesterday, I only had five cigarettes, and then today, I have had no cigarettes at the moment, but I don't know how long that'll last, because I really just want one, not that I need one. That's kind of like, you know, I go to the doctor, and then all of a sudden, right after the surgery, they're like, you can't have any nicotine or it won't heal. So, I'm basically trying to stone cold quit dipping. Right. And I bought a can last week, and then I bought a can today, so I mean... One can a week, and my wife's giving me a hard time about it. She's like, you've been doing so good. And it's just I want one. I've had yeah. one for so long, you know, I just want one. I mean, but it's still better than 10 cans a week. Right, but, I mean, with on the Shantags, you know, if I smoked a cigarette right now, it wouldn't even be great. Right. So it's like, I'm like, well, it wouldn't be great. But I have been eating a lot. I'm probably going to gain a bunch of weight because I'm so hungry all the time with not smoking cigarettes. You're like, just bored. It's not even bored. Like, I used to enjoy being hungry. The, re- the way I lost weight in college, and I always told you this, was I smoked some pot, and I make sure metabolism go, and then I didn't eat munchies. And that little, like, hunger pain, I would be like, well, there's some enjoyment in this. And I would trick my mind into being okay, and I smoked cigarettes. So that how I smoke a cigarette, kind of go away, wouldn't worry about it. And that's how I eat, like, one meal a day forever. Like, that's all that's I did. That's kind of what I do, but I still don't lose weight. And then now, since I've cut back the cigarettes, and I have to eat breakfast, even though I hate eating breakfast to take this pill... By, like, 10 o'clock, I'm starving. And then, like, I have lunch at 11, I'll eat. And then by, like, me, by 3 o'clock, I'm starving again. And I'm just hungry all day. And I'm like, maybe once I completely quit and I'm off these pills, maybe I won't be. But I feel like I'm going to be. So I need to figure that out. It's kind of like when everyone is always making something. Oh, here, try this. I'm like, sorry, I got to dip in. And that would keep me from eating. Right. And dip, I started dipping first. And that dipping was my first. Like, well, instead of a meal, I'll just put a dip in. Right. And that, that it is that way because you can't eat with it in. And it, like, dehydrates you and somehow makes you not hungry. Right. I don't know. It's something weird about it. Uh, but so I've been battling that. And really, I think I'm going to spend more money on food 
then I'm saving on not smoking cigarettes. But you'll live longer. No, obesity <laughs> kills way more people, I think, than lung cancer. And apparently Cuba has a cure for lung cancer. They just haven't given it to us because Mar- they know we'll fuck it up. Marijuana. Well, I doubt that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think carcinogenics in your lungs are bad and all around. Uh, but, shit, I ain't trying to eat it. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. So, um, we'll see what happens there. But I'm getting pretty close to quitting. And I've honestly been like, I should just smoke a cigarette. I mean, I was smoking 13 cigarettes a day last week and fucking like however many a day a month ago. So maybe I should take it slow. But I've made it until we're almost at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I haven't had a cigarette. So I'm like, well, I could probably go the rest of the day maybe. But I might do one. I mean, I went days for dips and then the cable guy come over and I seen a dip can in his pocket. I'm like, hey, man, I get one of those. My wife cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure he was like, yeah. Well, he kind of hesitated for a minute. But what are you going to say? You show up and there's a yeah. dip there. I mean, if somebody asked me for a cigarette, I'd give it to them unless they were like a kid or something. All right. But, all right, man. That's what I got this week. And uh, we'll see if there's any more to this fucking podcast or not. All right. Peace. All right. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a P O D C A S T W I T H M O at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. All right, and we are joined by Curtis, unless you want a cool podcast nickname. Uh, no, I'll just, yeah, I'll just roll with the birth name there. <laughs> all right, Curtis it is, his slave name, <laughs> if you will. Um, all right, one thing I want to bring up real quick from the moment before when I was like just on this podcast that I recorded earlier. Bought this new video game that I've been debating about for like a week called Dead Cells. It's like the coolest fucking video game I've played in a really long time. And it looks like a fucking just badass Super Nintendo game. Kind of play it like Dark Souls in a way. Where, like, you die and it's fucking over. You gotta, like, restart the whole fucking game. And, like, very minimal carries over. So it's really hard and frustrating. But when you kick ass, you feel like fucking man. So anyway, that's what's happened in the last 24 hours since I last was on this podcast. That's really taken over my life at the moment. (laughs) Yeah, um... Yeah, no comment on that, really. I mean, I don't get to play a whole lot of video games. Oh, yeah, games. you got, like, lots of kids and shit. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I was going to say um, about this situation when I was driving over here thinking about it. Uh, we'll probably introduce, you know, myself and I. My name is Curtis, and you probably, if you listen to the podcast, you've probably heard Daniel, I assume, Oh, yeah, Pow-Wow so, so Pow Wow, um, who was on the old last podcast, and he's been on this one as well. Curtis is like his cousin-in-law. Yeah, and I'll say about that. I mean, we worked at Chili's together a long time ago, and then he ended up marrying my cousin. And so now we're... Right, and when I think... And I actually was saying this too, but whenever you said you're going to come on, (laughs) is that when someone asks me now, like if me and you're in an event, and someone's like, who's that? I'll be like, oh, that's Pow Wow's cousin-in-law, Curtis. But actually, I knew you way before I knew Jill. Yeah. Because we were in art classes together at college. Yeah. And... I'd be like, yeah, it's Curtis. Like, I, don't know, I just knew you through right. school, like, yes, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, and so for now, for it to be like, oh, through Jill. And I'm like, actually, no, I fucking knew Curtis way before I knew Jill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy because um, it became one of those, like, social events into one of those personal relationships, right? Where, right. like, it's like a more, like, you're, when you're grown and you hang out with, like, a select few people. You right. Know what I, I mean, mean, I really so, have, yeah. like, 
maybe now because powwow's gone that was my last one like skinny yeah i hang out with and the few people that come on this podcast um we're like friendly but like i don't even really kick it with too many people because adults just don't kick it anymore because if so like if i hit you i was like hey you want to do this you'd be like well, hold on. I got all these fucking kids. Yeah, and I was like, oh, whenever you got time. Say, you <laughs> know, for anybody that listens to this and knows me, you know, uh, to, for Tandy to watch the kids right now, for me to be able to get away to do something that's kind of cool. You right. know what I mean? Like a big shout out to her right See, now. So. Snappy, who comes on earlier in the program, yeah. and I don't know if he said this on the air, but I know it's true. He comes over once a week to, so his family can get a break from him because he has his <laughs> foot surgery and he had, they have to like wait on him hand and foot for the next month gotcha, and it's happened gotcha. for a month. Yeah. And so they're just like, <laughs> thank God he's out of the house. Yeah. And then when I bring him back, his wife looks all like, that's it. He was only gone four hours. Uh, so, yeah, at the moment, I have no kids. I don't know how long I will avoid that or whatever. Right. But I'm pretty much locked in this hole. You should only have one. Yeah. You know, master race only children's what I'm from. So I try to keep that going. Uh, how you feeling about the Thunder? I know you're a Thunder fan. Um, you know, I, I didn't know if I wanted to talk sports necessarily. Okay, you want to get into it? Well, um, yeah, I was going to say a lot of my the stuff that I'll talk about will probably be like kid oriented. Right. Uh, you know, because that's like a huge thing. It's <laughs> so funny over here. We had a birthday party and like forgot uh, one of the presents in a box at Applebee's. So I actually had to drive back to Applebee's just to drive back on my way over here. And it's just right. like a continuous like schedule of yeah. no time. I mean, the like, biggest, to I guess, hang the, out or do anything. It's crazy. Right. The closest <laughs> person to me to have a kid was Pow Wow, right? Right. And it was like, he just fucking sucked afterwards. Like in the best, like, not being mean about it, but he just, in comparison, like when you hang out with someone for years. Yeah. And they don't have kids. Right. And you're like, hey, let's just go do this, this, or this. Yeah. And we'll do this, this, and this this weekend. And it was no big deal. And then afterwards, it's like, I don't know. And you look, and you're like, it's just a fucking infant. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. But I understand at some level. Like, I understand. You love it. You love it more than anything. You got to do your shit. Well, you become like, you lose a lot of yourself, right? Right. So, I mean, you pretty much lose, like, a lot of the things that you do or whatever because of your obligations to Right, and that's why me and my wife have never so. gone through a, we really want to do this moment. Because yeah. we're like, oh, fuck, we, we have a lot of right. selfish time. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're cool with that. And that's, you know what I mean? That's, that's totally fine because, you know, my situation is kind of, like, out of necessity. You know what I mean? So right. if I didn't have like four kids you know what i mean i wouldn't do the things that i do right, right. I, only, I only do that stuff but because, then also uh, like you'll because my mom was pretty young when she had me mm-hmm. um and it wasn't planned right or anything like that right but once i got to college and kind of did my own thing my mom has a way better job now than she ever had they, i mean they make they do okay her yeah. and my dad are out and they have yeah. like a nicer house than i grew up in and right. they go on vacations way more often than they ever did yeah so, like, if she had friends that were like, I waited, they still have, like, teenagers. Yeah. And she's like, ha-ha, look at yeah. y'all fuckers. And, and <laughs> she, like, loves going around me like, I have a 30-year-old son. Yeah, th- that keeps me going right now because right now I'm still pretty young that if my youngest, you know, in 10 or, you know, in 20 years, right, you know, I'll be, my kids, quote-unquote, should be. Right, you know, and by then to... we'll be in a communism society where it'll just <laughs> give them jobs. Yeah. So, like, you won't have to worry about it. Yeah. But, yeah, anyways, that's just kind of a background on me and on a lot of the things that I'll talk about. Um, 
we can talk about the Thunder for a minute. Um, I just saw where Dennis Schroeder, who I'm, I didn't like when the trade first happened, but yeah. I'm starting to warm up to. Okay, has been in Germany talking shit, saying championship this year. Oh yeah, and I love it. And I'm yeah. like, oh fuck yeah, I love when the backup point guards over there talking shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling good about it. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of guys, when they come to the Thunder, they feel like they've improved from the team that they left, you know, or they feel like they've right. improved well, in their culture. What's a real stable organization is what everyone says. Um, I just – and, like, I love Westbrook. When me and Dom one time came on here, done our top – NBA players not putting him as my number one over Kobe somehow because I was like, I, he earned it. Yeah. But I still agree. He has to be a nightmare to play with at times because he is just the way he plays. So I'm like, I just hope they can figure this shit out. Yeah. Like, you got to use him in the right way, and the teammates have to know how to play with him. Or maybe he changes. I don't know. But that's always my concern. T- to me, I've always felt like, and this is, you know, it's pretty abstract, and it's probably bullshit, but... <laughs> right. You are you took art classes. Everything's pretentious bullshit. Yeah, it. Uh, to me, it seems like, you know, there's such an... Ob- Westbrook lays it on the line so hard that there's such an obligation to match that or there's such right. like a pressure to match that and i think opponents step up for it but i think teammates kind of like you right know, well are, like the year with uh oladipo right like oladipo just had to stand there and then like every 10 possessions he would get the ball right and it's like that has to be hard you because guys getting have to need rhythms like carmelo's a rhythm player it's why i didn't really work for him um but anyway i'm just excited for, excited for the thunder eventually uh Dom's going to come on here. We're going to do some playoff predictions. but From not being like, I mean, I am an Oklahoma person because I've been out here for so long. Right. And, uh, but to live in, like, other states that had, like, major, like, sports brands. Right. It's crazy to think how Oklahoma can come in and be such, like, a star-studded right. I get pissed when and people And we're so spoiled. Complain, <laughs> right. I get, I get pissed when people complain because it is so spoiled. Yeah. They'll be like, this is bullshit. I'm like, honestly, guys, after Durant left, we should have been shit. We should have been shit in the lottery for a few years. Like, that's the natural progression. But instead, it's like, we're always floating in the playoffs, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, but everyone is really spoiled. And so for people to get pissed when it's like, they got kicked out the first round. It's like, they made it to the playoffs like... Other teams have been like years and years since they went to the playoffs. So, yeah, you definitely have to value excited. it, yeah, a lot more. And you know what I'll say about you know the Durant thing and what I think is lost in a lot of it is you know if you're not committed to like an organization, you know you kind of and it's not you don't have to, but a lot of the times you get traded right because yeah. the team knows that you're not the franchise guy, right? And uh, so you know when Durant to be like, oh yeah, I'm definitely coming back. And then leave to a team that you want to, and leaving the other team no assets or anything. Right. To me, was like the biggest like disrespect about it. You know what I mean? Between like an organization and a player. And I don't think a lot of people get that. I don't think a lot of Oklahoma Thunder fans right. even See, get that. Honestly, I'm like one of the least angry out of Oklahoma Thunder fans because I enjoy the journey that's happened since. Oh yeah, me too. Like I think it was totally worth it. Um, if Durant wants to do what he wants to, do, that's cool. Apparently, lots come out that. He didn't really think about it until after, like, but as soon as they lost, he talked to someone about, yeah. well, what kind of investment opportunity? He was, he's just more of a business guy, I think, than people realize. And there's a lot of professional athletes in oh, history yeah. that didn't care as much about teams and loyalty as they did about business. That's fine. Yeah. It's just, you got to take the heat when we talk shit about that. Right. And he can't handle that. Yeah. And that's what annoys me. Yeah. You got to just deal with the consequences. Yeah. Yeah. He, he does do that. Um, yeah. And he, he gave us, what, eight years? Seven or eight years? Nine, I think, maybe. Yeah, and and they were fucking badass. Right. You know, I considered him... He's great. One and two with LeBron James, you know what I mean? A lot of the times before 
unnecessarily realized, you know, some of the other players, how good they are. So Right. I agree. Um, and then real quick while we're on sports, our fantasy football league is full. Uh, I mean, Jeremy Gross hasn't joined yet, but I know he will. He's won in the past in these leagues. So I was like, well, he's good, so we'll let him in. Um, so I hit him up. But we do have full league at the moment. Rebic, who we brought up last week, joins because uh, we shouted him out. And he didn't have a league to be in, so he'll be in it. And we got a few other people that, that got in. And you're going to be in it. Yes, course. sir. So we're going to see how this goes. I'll be trying to draft my Cowboys. So I know. I was explaining last <laughs> week to Snappy in our league, Cowboys go really early because everyone's a fan. Yeah, and you know, and I'll say about Except that, me. it's kind of weird being in Oklahoma now because I always grew up, you know, way away from Oklahoma. Not way away. Like in Kansas City, I was a Cowboys fan. You right, know? And that, and that was like in like 99, 2000. And, uh, you know, and then I moved to the West Coast, to Nevada, and I was still a Cowboys fan. Right. But now, like, that I live here in Oklahoma, it's great because we're always on, you know, the right. the local watch. channel, you know, and I've been to, like, Texas State, you know, uh, Jerry World a couple times or whatever. So right. I, was like, I went to actually a lot cool. of the Dallas Cowboy games growing up, the old stadium. <laughs> yeah. Because my grandpa had season tickets, and he would sell most of them, mm-hmm. but he would keep a couple a year out that we would go to. Yeah. And I hate the Cowboys. I mean, I li- I liked them in Super Bowl Thirty because that was yeah. the first football game I remember watching, and I was like, hell yeah! But then I realized everyone loved them, like everyone. <laughs> and I've explained on this podcast many times. Right, I just right, can't. Right, right. I'm just not that guy. <laughs> and so I just hated them, and I chose Jacksonville because they were a brand new team. And I go, they're wearing green. Hey, talk I about like them. Have some success. I know immediately. And what's What's awesome is all these people after last year hitting me up on Facebook of like, bro, Jacksonville. Yeah. Because like, and they all know like you're the only person I know that likes Jacksonville. So they would hit me up when they yeah. done well, except for people from Jacksonville. Right. I, and <laughs> I saw I, when I lived in Medill for a year, there I was wearing a Jacksonville hat around, and a guy came up to me from Jacksonville and mm-hmm. like wanted to hug me. He's like, can't believe it, bro. Can't believe it. And I was like, <laughs> he put us I, on the map. <laughs> yeah. No, not a big deal. Yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah, I'm excited about fantasy football. I've been looking. I'm fucked around with the schedules I mentioned earlier, where I'm trying. To, I wanted Pow Wow and Jill to play each other the last week. Yeah, right? I, I somehow like always that. seem to get screwed. Like, I don't know. I never seem to do well. So, well, that's because last year you drafted Dak in like the second <laughs> round. I drafted or the entire pretty much, you know, Cowboys roster. But you got to go off need and fit, not off a whole team. I mean, there is a strategy involved in taking a whole offense. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna lose on the weeks that whole offense. Yeah, I I never played until a couple years. That's true. I remember so, that. Yeah, um, it's just one of those things. Well, you I just never gotta really remember got into, also so. the Cowboys. Their time of possession is really high, and they run a slow offense, so they don't run as many plays as like uh, 49ers made this year. There ain't no telling, man. Somebody go for 15 points one week and zero the next. Yeah, it, I yeah so receivers are so hitting. It did. These it days. did help me uh, watch other games. You know, or be interested in other games yeah. and other players, uh, which is something that I didn't really do. Only or thing have that time makes NFL before, enjoyable so. these days is fantasy to me. <laughs> like I'm like, oh yeah, we'll yeah, see and that I, I would want to actually probably see if I could bet. You know, I, what know. I mean, to make a little money. I talked about I'm the doing last some of that week. stuff. Uh, Here I am saying I suck at fantasy football, and I'm like, oh yeah, I should bet on it. <laughs> <laughs> Put <laughs> Try some, to make money, some money. Yeah, yeah. And Snappy really wants to put ten dollars down on this league. We talked about hey, it I'm last down week. For that. Um, I'm down at. I think a lot of people are, but we haven't officially said it, so um, I don't know how we need to go about all that, but I'll tell everybody in the draft if everyone shows up. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm excited about our draft. We'll see how it goes. I have another one with Snappy um, that's like a 14-man league, and it's going to be brutal, but I'm only doing two leagues. I'm not doing more than that. 
So hell yeah, what what else you thinking, man? Um, yeah, um, I didn't really have a whole lot. I mean, I know you're like super libertarian. I see you post lots of that. Is there any random political shit that's caught your eye lately? I was gonna say, um, you know, before we we kind of started talking before, you know, um, we went recorded or whatever right. went live, and uh, you were, you know, it's kind of like with any topic. Um, there's always like the middle, right? And that's usually where the solution is at. Right. On, right. Like a debate or, you know, a different view. And I think, you know, America really does a good job of like being in the middle. Like, yeah, we have a bunch of people that want this and a bunch of people that are this way, you know, but somehow it usually balances out over the years and stuff. Right. A lot better than, you know, maybe other countries. I don't know. I don't live there. I'd like to think so. It's just my... Right, well, perspective, you know, one. and uh, so I don't know. Sometimes I find it hard to to entertain or want to talk about um, the lo- the local take. You know what I mean on like right. what the current issue is because it seems like we always have like a flavor of the week now. You know, like somehow it gets rolled out. Everybody's talking about the same shit, right? Every and week, think, and I think what's for sure happened, uh, like as you're talking about that, I guess what came to my mind is it seems to be like we used to just have TV shows, right? Like, and we all knew they were all scripted. And then all of a sudden, like, reality shows happened, and those were scripted too, but we were, like, told it was real life. And we were like, oh, these are real people doing crazy shit. And now that's bled over to, like, no, we want real people in real life to act the way fake fucking people did on reality shows. And then so, like, then you can, like, take your team, right? It's just like sports. People be like fuck yeah, that takes mine. And then you hold on to it and you're like, well, that doesn't really, like, let's just think about some shit for a minute. Like, right. you, you don't really believe that, but like, none of that's important. Right. <laughs> like, it's just like, I want my team and I want to be on Twitter. Yeah. Twitter's my entertainment and that's my TV now. Yeah. And so I want real life people that act crazy. Yeah. And so just the craziest rise to the top. And now I do think in general, people are probably more in the middle. Right. But we just like being entertained. The the internet has given you the the facade, right? Like, right. You, you know that guy that you're friends with on Facebook that shares the craziest shit, one, either left or right. You probably got right. both of them on Facebook. They share yes. left and right. And But you know them in real life and they're not like that. You know what I mean? Like, or whatever you perceive of them through your actions in real life, they're not like that. They don't right. necessarily... Uh, talk about that stuff all the time or carry themselves that way so i don't know to me that's kind of like where a lot of this shit starts you know like oh well you know this person that's what they're always talking about you know or so and it's probably matrixed into if this person's talking about the event of the week that shows up more i see it more Right. You know what I mean? Then well, the, almost the other seems stuff. Like, and I hate to give any credit to like Trump saying media is the enemy because in general, I think freedom of speech and the freedom of the press is like super important, right? But it wouldn't surprise me if like the Trilateral Commission and Bilderberg Group, who runs the country, Illuminati, were meeting, right? And being like, here's for the next week is the stories we want on our news stations. Because there are elect elite people who own all the news stations. And if they're like, this week we're going to talk about this, and this week we're talking about this, because as you're saying, there does seem to go in these waves, right? And now I also think the government's behind it because it's always when, like, some weird shit's happening somewhere else in the world, but, like, they don't want you to know about it, so instead Trump's going to hate on the NFL when really, like, we just fucked over, you know, some random country. (laughs) And you're like, wait a minute. I don't know if I think that might have been planned. Well, and here's the 
the the other way I disengage from it a lot, like, is I don't like put my two cents out there ever. Right on, you know, certain platforms because they're just like they're a database, right? You can search yep. for any word and find out who's talking about that issue. You know what I mean, or who shared stories yeah. on that, Facebook, or how many know. people. It's like so if I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh. Well, you know, this story's out. Let's see how people are feeling about it. I can literally be like, oh, well, 150,000 people feel this way about it. So then you can make a consensus, right, decision about right. what you justify as being honest opinion, even though it's just from one platform. But people people feed into giving it out there, right? They don't have right. to try very hard. People... Right. Well, just, right. Exactly. I'm glad you said because I had two quick things. First... first my Facebook is literally just promoting this podcast and then sharing office memes. And then and I'm not saying nothing <laughs> right. bad about people that it right. is a very powerful tool to make change. But to there's do all some that people stuff. who, right. for instance, there's that one that everyone's doing lately of the see you in the other gender. And I clicked that link at first. The first thing it says is like, we need access to all your contacts, phone calls and, day, and location. I'm like, no, you don't. You wouldn't need <laughs> any of that. So I didn't do it. Um, but I saw lots of people that did it. Right. Um, but as far as people just giving their information, like Movie Pass, which well, was a I'm, thing. I'm that not recently, talking about like necessarily the the hard information, right? They, yeah, you're just saying they, like people are reading your thoughts. Right. You know, you're like as, when I worked for corporations, we valued customers' thoughts, right? Because they gave us insight that the people working for us are not going to tell us because they think they're quote unquote fucking up, right? But right. it it was our information on how to better our company. But if you had you know thoughts of everybody you could use them for whatever you wanted to right well i was gonna say so movie pass which um has been in the news recently because they're like their old business model is kind of going out and they're limiting people to three movies a month and the way this company worked is you paid ten dollars a month and you could see unlimited movies right you got to be so close to the theater you checked in they got you a movie ticket for that ten dollars a month you paid yeah but they were just really upfront about like it's so cheap because we're going to steal all your information and your viewing habits and your demographic and what you want to watch and all this shit and we're going to sell it to other companies and they were like like i said they weren't hiding it well they were like that's how you're going to get it think, cheap and then people were like okay cool i don't necessarily think that's a bad thing right because we want the benefits of automation right yeah like you want to be able to necessarily do things that are easier right that's why we can build skyscrapers because we use equipment and you know you get caught up in the past like you know if somebody the original ones without the equipment well right or if somebody man. wanted to do something that's kind of dangerous you say no right but it's trust i don't trust that right that, i hate that, that that's gonna Facebook be commercial and i think i brought this up before and i'm sure you've probably seen it and it's like remember what we used to make facebook special and they'll do that shit and it's like yeah, seen it. something fucked up. And you're like, no, you fucked up. You sold the information. You allowed it to. Oh, man, I fucking get pissed every time it comes on my TV. And I can't necessarily like point blame and say it's that easy running the first kind of like oh, thing that sure. people use every single day. You well, know, I say but, Tom did it. Yeah. <laughs> Tom did it with no problems. He yeah. always said, I ain't going to fucking do this, this, and this. And he didn't. Yeah. I think the only reason people give Mark Zuckerberg shit, besides the fact he's a robot with human skin stretched over him, is that he has said shit like, we'll never have ads. And then they had ads. Yeah. He's like, and we'll never right. do this. That's the and thing. Again, this. it's trust, it's, right? Every time he yeah. says they're not going to do it, mark it down, they're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like that's right. just, So that's always what's weird about Facebook. Yeah. But again, I go on there because it provides me with entertainment. Uh, I get to see a lot of funny shit. 
Reddit's really my go-to for like actual information, but Facebook is there for like when I want to laugh at some shit a lot of times. Yeah. Um, there is one thing because uh, we kind of brought up some little politics stuff, and I really I would, can't find it at the moment. But it was like the math broken down to like, you know, people are always like, well, in European countries they have universal health care, and mm-hmm. then like in America we're like, we're not little ass Europe. We're big old America, right? Mm-hmm. And we we thought, and I've always just agreed with that, right? Because I'm like, it makes sense. Yeah. But someone like done the actual math, and it's uh-huh. like actually it would be cheaper for us to do a European style healthcare for everyone than it is for us to do Medicare now for just who we do Medicare for. Yeah, by like quite a bit cheaper. And then so I'm on the top person like, well, if that spends less money. I'm all for it. <laughs> I mean, if we can save money there, yeah. So I, I'm just the type of person my mind can be changed. If like someone shows me some like real numbers, yeah. and shit, yeah, and I I get really annoyed and that's rare. when people are like, "Nope, that's how I believe." Mm-hmm. And then I've I've get mentioned a lot of shit on this thing before, yeah. but like people a lot of times won't. No, and they can't admit in the moment. Right. They might admit later, but in the moment. They and you won't. said something um, earlier <laughs> or when I was listening to one of your episodes. Shit, what was I gonna say about it? And it was the it was the divide, right? It was make it against or for, right? Like that's it tries to. You know, one way or the other. Oh, you you said something. You said that uh, you were talking about a stance that you took on something, and you were ridiculed for being the opposite, right? Because you weren't for the cause what, or right. whatever it is. And I think I see that a lot more than I used to. Right. I, I don't know if I ever seen it before. Like yeah, I noticed it. It's weird, and a lot of times I just do stuff to because uh, in my mind it makes sense. Like I have a lot of friends of a lot of diverse backgrounds i just do or whatever as far as like races but i also think it's weird that like well, an economic class you know or anything right right yeah so like i don't know i i can't and i hate saying this because like i understand it's like a white supremacy thing but when white supremacists are like well they could say black power why can't i say white power right and at the very basis of that argument i get it logically i get it all and i have to and those arguments be like I get what you're saying, but that um, automatically a lot of people are like, you agree with them. And I'm like, no, I'm just saying I get in their brain of you're replacing this word with this word and it's cool and this isn't cool. Like, I just get that. And so, or I wouldn't, like, I was a poor white person and if I, when I looked on, uh, fuck, whatever that scholarship website was where everyone got their scholarships and it would be like, you can apply if. You're a minority, mm-hmm. and I would have to skip it. And I'm like, dude, I'm fucking poor as shit. I want free money. Yeah. Like now, I didn't take that into like hatred, but I could see where someone would. I yeah. guess. So I'm like, a lot of things divide us, well, and, and I think it's and, a lot of jealousy. Yeah, and I can't remember if we had already said this or not, but about it being somewhere in the middle. Right. Did we already mention that? Or was that yeah, before? Yeah, you okay, I didn't know if that was before we start talking. Um, right, and I just remind myself that there is systematic shit in place and all that, right? And and it was, in general, my life's pretty good, so I try not to worry, right? Yeah. But I just, whenever it's for a debate for debate's sake, I have to look at things and be like, well, I guess. And you said, I think you said this on the last episode, is what I was just thinking of, is uh, you said something that I think about all the time, and that's on a case-by-case basis. Right. And, uh, like, I don't think that that's ever done enough or... Right, everyone want, wants right. one rule that goes for every situation. Or they like, try to make it not. into that situation, you know, like, where you're an ultimatum. Right. Well, it's kind of like... And I hate saying this because I love standardized tests. I was always good at them in school and shit. But yeah. I know some people aren't. Yeah. And then some people, like, they'll take those career aptitude tests 
and they'll be like, I want to be a nurse. And it's like, well, this test said you're not good at it, so fuck that. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's not necessarily the case. That just means in that one testing area, you probably didn't. But, like, if you met someone, talked to them, and they had, like, a general interest, you could see, like, oh, they could do it. So, like, a lot of times people are just put down by shit of whatever. Like, I don't know how to read music at all, right? I know nothing actually about music, but I've recorded hundreds of songs as a rapper, and now I'm making beats. And all the time, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this is. I'm like, I'm going to put this in a C. Yeah. Okay. What about a G sharp? Oh, that sounds like that. But I don't really know. Yeah. Like, my wife tried to tag me in a video of, like, because I'm a math major, so I know what the Fibonacci sequence is. It was, like, using Fibonacci sequence to write music. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to fucking write music. Like, (laughs) like, okay. It was all these bars and the little cleft notes and shit. And I'm like, I don't have a clue what that is. Yeah. But I fucking figured out when I need to or whatever. Yeah, and I went through the kind of like, I understand what you're saying as an artist, uh, you know, because like you said, you know, that I was into graffiti and stuff. I got my start doing graffiti. And it was just one of those things I didn't have to go to a gallery to see, right? It was on the train. It was on the wall, you know, and so, um, you know. Do you get to do any these days? um, No, I mean, I I do. No, I mean, I, I get to do like a lot of my art and stuff. Um, I got some stuff um, showing at the Arts and Humanities building, uh, Chickasaw Nation on, uh, that's the Ada Artists Association show. Um, so they're going to have a reception in September. There's a lot of, dude, Ada has so many good artists, visual yeah. artists, it's crazy. Um, dude, so there's not- a lot of ton of good work <laughs> up in there. And then I got a show at the Grandview for Ada Fest. And then there'll be a, they'll have like Art After Six uh, for two months in September and October that I'll be there too, so. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I need to, since you mentioned Ada Fest, I need a shout out or a call out Justin Shelton's band, New Time Zones. Apparently they're not playing Ada Fest. Missed opportunity, sir. I don't know what the fuck you're thinking. Um, but yeah, well, we were in art classes together. There was this one dude with like long curly hair. He was like kind of a lanky guy. And this motherfucker would be like, what do you want me to draw? And then he would just draw that much. Like, he was about like Blake. a photocopier, <laughs> man. And yeah. I was like, after I saw him, I was like, well, shit, I suck. Because, like, in my small-ass town, I was pretty good at drawing, like, cartoons. Uh-huh. Right? It was always kind of what my, th- my style was. I was a little cartoonist style. And I saw these motherfuckers that were, like, legit. Like, I can't draw anything realistic, really, to save my life. I'm just not. That's not my thing. And then you were more, like, graffiti. So we're in class, and I'm like, I'm just trying to figure this shit out. And they always gave me an easy path because I was an art minor, not uh-huh. a major. Right. So they are like, well... Yeah. You're here trying, right? Right. <laughs> and to whatever reason, to even the art teachers, they didn't understand how math had to do with art. Uh-huh. And I'm like, it's literally, y'all are all using math. Y'all just don't know it. Yeah. But they were like, no, math isn't creative. Don't be so shallow. <laughs> they would be so fucking weird. Um, you can't solve this problem. <laughs> they would be so, um, they were just so pretentious in art classes. <laughs> it drove me nuts. Um, but it was fun because I just took a lot of ceramics. Well, yeah. And so, you know, getting us... You know, I I didn't couldn't draw like photocopier like right. that, you know, but I can do portraits and stuff now. And I had a, but I had. See, a, I learned that little gray. square technique, right, where you like break it down. And I drew uh, Kenny Powers from Eastbound and Down as like my portrait and fucking killed it. Yeah. Because I taught one of my art teachers how to download torrents to download Eastbound and Down, mm-hmm. and so I decided to draw that as my thing. It was badass. Oh yeah. That was how I got through basic design. Yeah. Was <laughs> nice. taught my teacher how to download torrents. Yeah. And then Wait, we hit, and we taught the whole class. What was, year was that? Like 2010 or something? Uh, 2011. It was the first year of the new building. So whatever year the new art building went up, it was Hawk or whatever his name was. He had the glasses. Yeah, it was the teacher. And I started. Tony goes, well, "Hold on, come up to the board." And then like everyone in class started to ride. Download U Tour. Go uh-huh. to this website. <laughs> like, uh-huh. 
So I basically just taught a whole class how to do that. Yeah. And then I made Powwow do some beadwork on one of my um, art projects. And then I won first place in our little <laughs> class art contest because they were so impressed. Hey. A white guy like myself could do such cool Indian beadwork. Yeah, you just throw a native on it. And, and they all love it. Dude. Yeah. They love it. Um, it's kind of a cheat code. Um, I mean, I don't really have too much else to talk about. I think we pretty much have a good episode here. But, I mean, if there's anything else on your mind... And you can always come back, of course, so keep notes, you know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, And and I knew it would kind of go like that, where it's just like, oh, man, you know, you got to have so much stuff to talk about. Then you talk, and it's like, okay, well, you've been talking for a long time. Yeah, (laughs) um, and that's all. And normally, and I don't know if I was, I just cut a lot of shit or like a Michael fuck up. So sometimes I just kind of talk about whatever, and I'm like, well, we'll cut all the weird spaces and not a big deal. Um, I mean, Wyatt said some horribly offensive shit a few weeks ago, <laughs> and we just left it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I really think it's key. Oh, the last thing I'll bring up here is our podcast. I might have been getting this. If I did, I'll just cut this. Um, we've gotten a fuckload of listens in the last, like, 30 hours. I hadn't noticed whenever me and Snappy recorded the first part of this, but that's, like, all these other podcasts are listening to our podcast. Yeah. And so our, like, episode six has way more listens than everything else. I'm just crossing my fingers. They're like fans, and they're going to listen again to this episode. Yeah, that'd be dope. But maybe it was like a weird glitch on SoundCloud. Yeah. <laughs> it just kept like rerouting everyone to my page. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. Um, and then I haven't really told people, but I have been making beats. I mean, people know that. I talk about that shit all the time. But I have uploaded them online to a SoundCloud page called Resin Bowl Beats because I always thought that would be a cool name. And I haven't really shared it on Facebook because it's kind of a – crude name if you will yeah um but if anyone's real interested you can check that shit out and my plan was once i put them on the podcast i upload them on that page but i'm kind of building up a lot so i mean i'm just put more out yeah we'll see what happens but anyway thought i thought shit out there um and that's um about all i got this week uh next week i don't really know what's going on i know we have the fantasy football draft next weekend yeah so I'm going to try to, at least while it's going on, record me talking about it. Mm-hmm. So if someone like you takes Dak Prescott in the second round, I can go like, fucking Curtis, take a Dak in a second round and, you know, talk shit. Hey, Dak's um, the man. <laughs> we'll see. He'll at least get you some rushing touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, rushing touchdowns <laughs> do count for a lot. Um, I'm just curious to see how the defense goes this year because I changed it up a little bit on how many people we have and shit. And I don't know if you notice, I don't want to do two QBs this year. You can but the second QB could also be, like, another offensive player. Right? So it's, like, any offensive player gotcha. is in that slot. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. But you'll cool. probably want a QB to get a bunch of points. Yeah, and that shit was so confusing when I first started playing. Well, right. You started, I think, your first league with us. And most people – A couple years ago. Yeah, most people do, like, a normal league where it's, like, one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a flex, a defensive coach. And we yeah. do, like, all defensive players, two quarterbacks. Yeah. Three of fucking everything. So ours is a lot harder, a lot steeper of a learning curve. Yeah. Um, but as long as you try every week, it's normally fairly fun. Fuck, so. man. I don't know. I'll be losing, taking L's all the time. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm coming for it this year, though. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to not draft all Cowboys and I'm going to get some players from some other teams. I mean, honestly, what I'm going to do this week, because I haven't looked up much, is I have about four episodes of some fantasy football podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> downloaded so i'm just gonna listen to those and try to retain all the knowledge i can before our draft uh on sunday gotcha 
So that's my advice to everybody. I hope I, I get think. the number one pick again. That was sweet. The ver- first league I, I played in with you guys, I got the number one overall pick. I really don't want number and one. And I got I picked Zeke as rookie. <laughs> but it ended up being a good pick. Dude, he went off. Yeah. He hated on you that one, too. Yeah. Um, I don't really want the first pick because I don't know who I would take with right. the first pick. Yeah. I'll lock somewhere in the middle yeah. because the way it flips right? yeah. in the snake draft. So, uh, But, yeah, we'll see. You don't know the draft order until one hour before the draft starts. That's how I have it set up. So yeah. be last second thing. Cool. But all right, man. Uh, that's all I got this week. And again, I'm playing one of my fucking beats up. Yeah, here. and I just uh I don't know how to sign off and stuff, but I'll just say thanks to everybody for listening. That's a good one. I always yeah. just go peace like I'm on how high. Gotcha. Because that's like my fucking movie. Uh <laughs> the we ever make it to four twenty again, we're doing top. Well if you can do movies. it bart bart. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> peace. <laughs>